0: You're listening to the Small Talk Podcast, covering local business and community in the city of Des Plaines.
1: So today's episode, we're talking about a very important topic for the sixth year the Des Plaines Chamber Veterans Back to Work Boot Camp, as well as the difficulty military members face transitioning once they get out and finding that career that they're looking for in the civilian world. So here today I have my very dear friend, Marine Marnie DeThorne, who is the Vice President of Human Resources of Rivers Casino, as well as another very special person, Officer Evan Frank, who was a 2017 graduate of our Veterans Back to Work Boot Camp program. Thank you both so much for coming Thank you.
0: Yeah, thanks for having us.
1: Yeah. So as we mentioned, we're going to be talking about the Veterans Back to Work Boot Camp and just the experience that you all had when you transitioned out of the military. Marnie, could you just give us some information about your background? all that long ago when you transitioned?
2: (laughs) Wow, I think that's about a million years ago. I think Evan has more years. What were the years that you transitioned? (laughs) I transitioned out of the Marine Corps in 1998. So, and I'm sure Evan can relate. I know when I transitioned out, I agonized over, was I gonna live where I was stationed? Was I gonna move back home? And more importantly, I knew when my paycheck was ending and where am I gonna work? What am I gonna do? So. Luckily for me, my first two jobs transitioning out, I got help from military members that I didn't know at the time, mm-hmm. and they gave me a hand up in my career, and now over 24 years later, I'm still in human resources. Mm-hmm. So I, I had that ability, and I'm sure, Evan, when you transitioned out, you know what was it like or what was the feeling like when you were looking for that first job after the Marine Corps?
0: So yeah, it was, it was a pretty stressful time. I'd say there's definitely a little anxiety behind it because you're going from this environment where everything's planned out for you mm-hmm. and you know what you're doing every single day to, wow, <laughs> now it's all up to me now and right. I got to figure things out. I'm not used to that. So there's a lot of stress behind it. But you realize, hey, I do have a lot of skills, a lot of experience that you know people do want out there. And it's just a matter of finding how to apply those skills out in the real world and finding the resources to get you there. But, yeah, it was definitely pretty stressful.
1: What was your biggest fear? Was it the resources, or did you know what you were going to do?
0: So, yeah, to kind of step back. So I was in the infantry, so not a lot of uh, civilian jobs relate too much to the infantry. So it was kind of hard to decipher, hey, what's? how do I apply these skills to the civilian world? Because it's not really an easy transition. So it's kind of, you know, through resources like the Veterans Boot Camp, it kind of say, hey, I was in charge of people. I was able to lead people. That can be applied anywhere and kind of gives you the confidence that, hey, these skills are wanted elsewhere, and it, it's not black and white. It's a lot of opportunities and jobs out there that, that you you don't even think of until somebody else says, hey, we love that in, in my job or my sector or my, you know, expertise. We're looking for that. and as somebody who's never been in that sector before, you, you don't know that. So you need that, mm-hmm. that wisdom from people from the outside.
2: Yeah. And I totally agree with that. And I think once we take the uniform off, we forget about the intangible skills, right? The decisiveness, the tact, the integrity, and we think about the job we were in and how does that translate to a civilian job. So once I think, and you said it, once you realize what other skills that you have, it's, it's like, oh, okay, let me take a look at these careers or these career paths and what is in the local community that I'm going to go to that can help me get there. Yeah
1: kind of crazy. And I just remember Evan went to school with my son, and they graduated high school together. And I just remember, I think, uh, you know, in talking to Brandon, who still is serving this day, and when you and another friend of yours returned, just you all were kind of not really struggling but just trying to figure things out and like they just
2: need to connect with some people that are familiar
1: with the business community that could help them
2: so interesting andrea you know let's segue into how you created this program why you know the Mm -hmm. what and the why of the program
1: well, truth be told, I started as a new executive director of the displains chamber. It's now well over six years ago. And I knew this fact that when Evan returned and another friend of his returned and I just thought they were amazing kids and amazing young men now and I'm like man we could help them and when I started my job here I was meeting with a lot of businesses just trying to find out how the chamber could help them and the most recurring thing I was hearing is they were trying to find qualified people to fill open positions just and knowing Evan and knowing these others I'm like oh my god there's so many amazing young men and women that are coming back that just need that person that could help connect the dots so with that said i'm like i think there's something the chamber could do and you know we're very fortunate we have a lot of wonderful members that are part of the chamber like rivers casino and many many others so i took a stab we do have a foundation as part of the Des mm-hmm. Chamber. And I wrote a grant proposal and just basic and kind of collaborated with a lot of friends that I had that were successfully transitioning men and women like yourself mm-hmm. now and helped us form this program. And wrote a grant proposal and presented it to none other than Rivers Casino and Marnie, who just <laughs> I had no idea was a Marine, right, Marnie? Yeah.
2: And you could just take it from
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you story. know, w-
2: when it was funny because when Andrea was proposing, and I'm like, "What do you know about veterans?" And, and she's I like, knew nothing. I just was she, a mom. <laughs> and she said, well, "You know, what do you know?" And I said, "Well, I'm a Marine." And so, I, I mean, I think I we didn't hit say it off it like that. <laughs> well, <I laughs> but think it's kinda. a good story now. Yeah. Six years six later. Six years later. Come on. can embellish a little. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But I think it was a great conversation we had. And you had the right mix of business owners that were veterans mm-hmm. and HR community to build the program. And so I think we said, let's do this application. And and so I have to ask Evan, what made you apply to the program? Well, and you're not, say, you're not allowed he to say you're not allowed to say major
1: I kind of I have to so truth be told, this was the first year and yeah, no one knew about the program, you know, because you'll hear more about the program. I'm sure we'll talk about it later. But there's a lot of things that they have to do and then again it was a brand new program. So we needed a couple of people that could apply <laughs> that we <laughs> knew would Thomas. do it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so, But that was just year one.
2: Okay, I understand that. So, you know, Evan, being a, a veteran and transitioning out, I'm sure you see all the different programs out there for veterans that offer this, that, and the other things. So what were your thoughts when you first applied for this program? And be honest.
0: Yeah, so... I got out in 2015, so I think things started ramping up as far as programs for veterans and kind of getting them in the workforce, Mm -hmm. especially today. There's a lot more going on, but I think that was what, back in 2016, 2017? It
1: was was like towards the end of 2016, early 2017. Yeah, and
0: Andrea kind of already touched base on it. I think the biggest thing is bridging that gap between military members getting out and the jobs out there, that's the biggest difficulty is just bridging that gap. And how, do you,
1: how do you actually yeah. apply and in the time yeah, and exactly. really get the job?
0: And with this program, it felt a lot more intimate and it was smaller scale, whereas these bigger programs through these giant corporations... Mm-hmm you kind of just get lost in the mix. Mm -hmm. This is a lot more intimate. It's a local community. It's connecting you to resources nearby, near you. Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the biggest, Mm -hmm. biggest things that had going for it. So I think that's kind of what I saw and kind of latched onto and I think was very, I don't know the word for it, but very, uh, I don't know. Helpful. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it it was very helpful for sure.
2: That's great. And so, you know, let's fast forward. We did the check presentations, and that was kind of our kickoff to the event um, at the restaurant. And then we're sitting in class, that first class when you're meeting two fantastic facilitators. As far as the content, I
1: know when we wrote the proposal and in hearing some of the needs of our local veterans after we started talking and we had our applicant pool, we know we wanted to get the military veterans that were part of the chamber and part of these companies involved to help mentor mentorship was very very important to the success of the program so with that program we got veteran mentors to get involved to help work with the veterans we you know basically the program's a 10-week program we started out in the beginning just really trying to get The veterans to get to know themselves better Mm -hmm. and you know with Myers-Briggs testing and really trying to identify what their core values are to see what they really wanted and so we had a few classes in the beginning that helped them identify that and what kind of culture that they wanted to be a part of of the company or organization so we had classes to go that once we helped the veterans identify that we got HR directors from the community involved where we worked with on interviewing skills on resumes, on you know other skills that could really and LinkedIn social mm-hmm. media.
2: So I think also one of the things that scares, anyone is the word networking, mm-hmm. right? So learning how to network, who to network with. And like Evan said at one point, the intimate smaller group allows them really to work. And I think one of the things in the program that works for the Displains Chamber back to work Bootcamp is we get them involved in Displains Chamber events. Yes, we do. And we introduce right. them to those HR people, to those business owners, you know, those business leaders in the community and in different environments, and that helps them kind of figure out what they want to do, too.
1: And did that help you, Evan, the networking aspect of it? I know you're in a different industry, yeah. but just meeting other people that you might not have had an opportunity. Yeah, so
0: not, not in a really direct sense. I think it helped me in the sense of just building confidence of speaking to new people and mm-hmm. creating new relationships. It definitely helped in that aspect. Yeah, given that I'm now in law enforcement it's not as important as far as making those connections, but it just gave me the confidence to speak to new people and just, just be confident. And I right. think that was very helpful. So
2: that's great. And I know one of the classes that always stands out to me in other veterans is the body language class that we yeah, do. Yeah, definitely. How did you feel now? Like, can you still relate to things that you learned in that class?
0: Yeah, it was, it was definitely very useful. I, I, I do specifically remember that class and the persona class. I think those are mm-hmm. two yeah. ones that kind of yeah. stuck with me just because, for one, they're interesting. And, you know, I and think you have
1: to use that. Yeah, currently now, yeah I'm sure. exactly. I
0: use it in my job right now, the body mm-hmm. language and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's not just, you know, the black and white interviewing classes and, and networking, but it's a lot of cool stuff. Like you just mentioned the body language persona and different stuff like that. So it's things you don't even think of that kind of help you out.
1: And do you think the fact that there was business people, civilian people at the time from your trend involved in the program versus all veterans involved, did that help too? A little yeah, bit more? I think
0: it was a good mix because, you know, four years in the military, all you're surrounded by is mm-hmm. military and you're detached from <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You're kind of <laughs> your own island and then you get out and I'm just speaking for myself, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of veterans, they, I, I, I think I've said this before in an interview, Uh, the veteran mentality and you know you kind of put yourself on an island away from everyone else you get out and you kind of you're stuck in that island and you don't want to deal with anyone else but hey you have to and once you get out of that a lot of doors open up and I think that's one of the biggest issues a lot of veterans have is getting out of this like just veteran sometimes I think it's they think they're better than everyone else but you got to bring yourself down a little bit come back to reality like hey I need to work with everyone else. I need to give my skills to everyone else. I can learn from everyone else and they can learn from me. And it's, you know, you you got to readapt to uh, civilian life.
2: Well, I think it's tougher to adapt to the civilian world when your community is not located around a military base yeah Yeah. we definitely are not you know those that transition and they stay around a military base you're around others like you and the camaraderie is still there but I think when when some go home and they're not located around a military base it's a little bit tougher and that's where that mentality comes in because it's like they won't understand me they don't know what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about but get me around a group of veterans and I don't care what branch yeah. We're all brothers and sisters and can easily communicate yeah. with one another. And that was
0: the nice thing about the program. There was a mixture of veteran business owners, mm-hmm. veterans, regular civilian business. It was a good mixture and you kind of got to take and give with everyone and That's learn a great. lot.
1: That's great. So how did you like that once you graduated? I know the program is a 10-week program and Well, before we talk about graduation, did you enjoy the volunteer project? Because we do have that, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Where they give six Mm -hmm. hours of community service. We did the Wall That Heals that year. We did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which was.
0: Yeah, it was. I don't really remember.
2: I know, you <laughs> did, I know. No, a,
1: you're <laughs> like, whoa. Well, thing here, so this, long ago. Man. I know. All right, that's okay. And you don't have to edit that out. Minute, but wall? Yeah, <laughs> the, wall, the wall. We did the wall that heals. So the program is a 10-week program. And we go over, go through all this, and you get the opportunity to go to networking events like golf outing. But you also get a chance to do a community service project. I think that year we did the wall that heals. How important
2: is being involved in the community to you.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, is very important, especially this program specifically. There's tons of support from tons of different businesses, tons of people giving their time to give us their skills. So to give back and a project was, you know, the least you could do with everything you gained at the end. So uh, it was definitely very, very rewarding. And I think a lot of veterans they thrive off having a, a mission and having something to Absolutely. do. So I think it was. Very rewarding at the end.
1: Okay, so speaking of the end and rewarding, what kinds of things were you given at graduation?
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a while, but I, I do remember, yeah. uh, I think we got a laptop, a, a clothing kind of allowance yeah. gift card at a local mall. Okay. Jewel Osco, we got a yep. grocery yep. card that's gift right. card, which yeah. is very helpful. I think I was a broke college student <laughs> back yeah. then, so yeah. it was pretty pretty helpful.
1: Uh, that's great. And, you know, all the stuff, I think, you know, between the... Um, mentorship and between some of the courses and those gifts over eight thousand dollars. You know that we hoped that we put together to enhance your career. Since six years later, we've even enhanced those gifts and change it up. You know, with the changing time, I know Home Depot is now involved and every and Planet Fitness. So I think we heard that after year one that it's great to focus on this, but you also mind, body, and soul is important. So we did that.
2: So Evan, what advice would you give a veteran that's on the fence? to apply to this program. They're not sure, like, what advice would you give them to apply?
0: I would just say, you know, have an open mind and, you know, kind of step into the unknown and just, you got to change up. If things aren't working right now, you need to change something. This is a great way to change things, learn some new stuff. And connect to people. And at the very least, if you don't learn anything, at least connect with some veterans. And, you know, I think that's very important, getting out there and at least talking to other veterans and Mm -hmm. see what they're doing, see their journeys maybe they can help you at the very least.
2: Absolutely. I love that.
1: Yeah. And you know, one thing as we've morphed this program into trying to make it better and trying to leave no veteran behind, we have incorporated a career fair, which I know all of our you know, veteran owned business. I know Rivers Casino. So we do a, a career fair now, the week before graduation. And that is one of the requirements to graduate the program that they attend the career fair. And when I say requirements, I, I guess I'll say that lightly because we've been able to place a lot of our veterans through their introductions and interactions, especially at that career fair, into finding meaningful careers. And we had one of our veterans find um, an amazing job opportunity last year. I mean many did, but one that's right local in displanes as well. So we we have a lot of success stories. so we're really proud of that. Yeah, yeah. So before we wrap up today, I have a question for both of you. Is there any advice that you could give to recent transitioning veterans right now that you didn't do that you wish you would have done during your transition? Marnie, I'll start with you.
2: Of course you will. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think the advice that I would give to veterans now that I didn't do is I didn't connect with other veterans I think it's important to stay in contact and have that camaraderie because we do get one another. And so finding a group And being a part of a group, I think that that's important to do. And I think the other piece of advice would be finding a mentor. Mentorship, Mm -hmm. and you said it earlier, Andrea, mentorship is so important. And finding that right mentor, whether it's finding someone on LinkedIn, finding someone through a local veterans group, just finding a person to connect to is important because they're going to help guide you through your transition and into your next career.
1: That's
0: great. Evan, anything? Yeah, my uh, biggest thing I think, you know, use your education benefits that the military mm-hmm. provides to you and use them as early as you can because mm-hmm. life gets crazy. Yeah, it's you can keep saying, say. "Hey, I'm going to yeah. do it next year, next year. no, do it as soon as you can." I think a lot of veterans, they are, you know, scared I think of college and yes. they're they're very, you know, they're they're terrified of it. It's not that bad, trust mm-hmm. me. Just do it. Try it for a year try as much as you can at school. Maybe you don't like something you start doing, try something else. Although education's not all the pieces to the puzzle, it's a very important part. And you're you're kind of letting yourself down if you don't explore that, especially if the military is paying for it, for what you did. Take advantage of that mm-hmm. and, and, and do it as early as you can. That's probably my biggest of advice
1: that's yeah, great I think that's great advice and you know and we're fortunate being with Des Chamber that we have several higher educational like in Oakton and Harper happen to be part of the program and they spread the words through their veteran organizations
0: yep definitely so
1: so that's great thank you both for sharing with us today and can't wait to have you out again when we're celebrating our 25th anniversary which oh. I know <laughs> we will <laughs> Thanks, Andrea. Thanks.
2: thank you Thanks for